right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DNR podcast. I am Ron Kane. I'm Damian Robinson. Yes, and we are back. Uh, we are again joined by Josh DeWay. Uh, we yes. just got done recording our uh, our episode about the uh, you know the coup that was <clears throat> uh, happening and still happening. It's still and it, some of it will probably bleed over to what we're going to do on this one. But we hope to make this episode a lot lighter and funnier, like it should be. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's our time of the month, so expect a little bleed over. You know, yeah, what I'm I saying? Mean, the country is falling apart, so we figure you know we should probably talk about it. Yeah, we 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 wanted to just throw a political band-aid out there and mm. ho- hopefully it gets used. But um for the most part, man, I I think we're good, man. We're we're good to go. We we talk we talk and 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 we have some good political views, but uh we're back. We're we're going to keep it lighter. Uh so you know, it's the last it's the last days of of our monthly. Yeah, just oh. just sit back and have fun with us. Well, we're gonna we're gonna kick this one off right, and uh, we're gonna play a game, I guess. Okay. And uh, we played this game once before. I don't know how it'll go, but since we have a guest, we have Josh here. We're gonna play name that porn scene. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some of these queued up. I have three queued up right now. So I'm gonna play part of a scene, and you guys need to guess. You need to guess what's. Uh, where it takes place and you know kind of what they're doing just have some fun with it so let's right. play, let's play the first one and uh, here we go um Dildo bicycle. <laughs> oh, that was a chick definitely being eaten out. No, you are no. wrong. Josh, <sighs> do you want to take a guess? Yeah, and I feel like I have an advantage because only six years ago I was around the age of fifteen, and I was definitely <laughs> winking that shit. Uh, <laughs> so I, I know for a fact it's a girl getting pounded in the laundry room. You're right. She's getting pounded, and uh, it's not a laundry room, though. Josh is the closest. He's he's on it. So here, I'll play a little more of it. Jim. No, let's see. I've skipped ahead. Oh, are they in like a club, like a? Like a rave or a swingers club? No. Uh, they're in the most romantic place you can be. A public restroom. Oh, what shit. The fuck is oh. music in a public restroom like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. All right. Now that you said public restroom, the camera is actually facing over top of the toilet stall. No. It no? is not. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you can see how this is happening. Uh, let's make sure I am on the right window. <laughs> That's it. There you go. Can you guys see that? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and there you go. And that's the scene. 
So she's on all fours in a public restroom right next to the urinals, getting it from behind. <laughs> oh, snap. Just, all right, I'm going to give the point to Josh. I right, know. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're the game show host, Ron. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give Josh a half. No, you know what, Josh? I'll give you a full point on that because you are the, uh, the closest. So. Thank you, Ron. You're about to give me a half point. I'm like, because I'm black. Is this a three fifth <laughs> thing again? Like, <laughs> hey, I yeah. haven't been I haven't been able to actually light you in uh, person for a while. So this is my only. <laughs> <laughs> I Yo. got a half point last time we played, so don't take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So right now, Josh is in the lead. With one point, I'm gonna play another one for you guys, and let's see if we All can right. what this one is. Uh, let's see if she'll play. Trouble with just my hands are so tight. I just, I hope I'm not hurting you. I just want to really get it all out. Do what you need to. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Uh. Oily lesbian massage. Trevor has nailed it. Damn it. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Damn it. You are exactly right, Trevor. So we definitely know that you're the perv. Wait, was was Sarah J in that scene? Uh, No. Let's see if it tells me who's actually. No, Jessica Fox. And Ella okay. Nova. All right. I heard of Jessica Fox before. Ella Nova escapes me. God damn it, Trevor. Yeah. Nice. So we know who's on Pornhub the most. Yeah. yeah. I don't like <laughs> That's funny. They both say, yeah, yeah, we saw him. <laughs> I don't yeah, I got to like get my board hooked up so I can have uh, my sound effects. To... Just... All right. Yes. But that, that was a massage. So. Trevor, can I, oh, go can ahead. I mention Trevor. something. Sure. I, I don't watch porn. Uh, I stopped like three or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's God a lot. Lie, Trevor. No. <laughs> no. Honest to God, truth. Uh, and, and, would you get an old medal? And no, and I don't. Oh, man. And the immortal oh, words of Jay Z. We don't believe you. You need I, more people. All right. No, well, no fap. Hashtag no fap. I don't really <laughs> masturbate or watch porn. So, did something happen to you? Mm, no, not really. I just, I as I guess I've gotten older, it's just like a time suck in my opinion. Wow. Oh, oh, but right, you don't, you don't have to believe me, but just uh, no, no, I believe we you. don't. I, but <laughs> no, no I, 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 the coat says yes. All right, the Mister Rogers sweater definitely says I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> before you go into the next clip, Ron, I just want to let you guys know, right? Well, porn, I had to start watching professional porn on Pornhub now because yeah. uh, their visa sponsors took them away because they had like all these unverified videos and some of it was like through like sexual like addicts and all this other shit. And it just uh, been ruining my fucking day and it made me question myself like, what the fuck was I watching, you know? Yeah. I, I imagine Trevor just coming home. All I can think of is just like Trevor coming home one day from work. It's just been a bad day. He just walks through the door, throws his back down, raises his arms up. Like, oh, I can't jerk off anymore. I can't. 
the Trev's the type of person that find like knitting just the same satisfaction as porn. Like ah, making this sweater makes me come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna play the next. I'm gonna play the next one with uh, Trevor currently in the lead with two points. Josh with one, and Damien, you're following up, man. I know. I'm falling off. Forgive me. Let's uh, let's start this one. Any guesses? All right. Uh, what a bouncing. Yeah, a lot of bouncing. You're hitting so. it from the back for sure. <sighs> Try not to come. <laughs> That's an ad. You Damn. won't oh, last shit. one second. There All go. right, so it's black. No. It's, black dude. it's dude, not a black uh, dude? No, you guys had it right, though, with the bouncing. And All right. So you're definitely on the right path there with the bouncing. So let me... Uh, uh, you got Go. something, Trevor? Give me one, a few more seconds to sound. And I'm... <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm concerned at how serious I'm taking this game, you know? <laughs> me too. It's a very serious game, Josh. Very serious. <laughs> You know what? I'm I'm probably going to be spending my next couple of days and hours uh, watching as much porn as possible. <laughs> I can't believe uh, I'm I'm losing. <laughs> All right, is she riding? Yes. All right, That's cool. All right. Okay. Boom. All right. So so I got that. Your stepsister. It, I was going to say stepmother. Stepmother. Go on, Damien. Is stepmother. Uh, son, she's riding him, and the dad is like away on business. There is there is no son, but I'm gonna give you credit because the name of this video is Christmas Alone with Stepmom. All right, and with Brianna Beach and Mom comes first. So any of you pervs out there want to look at these videos that we're looking at, feel free to look that up. <laughs> but. In the video, they really never say whether or not who is who, except for the stepmom. So, Damien, I gotta, I think I'm going to give you a two for that, because that's pretty solid. All right. There what? I go. I'm, I'm redeeming myself, bro. Listen. Oh, here. Look. I will, uh, as proof, I will share my screen again with you degenerates. And, uh, <laughs> and there you go. Goddamn. <laughs> See, the thing about professional porn, like, they don't have the juices and the cream going, you know, because this is just a day in the office for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. trust me. I know. I've been in that office. <laughs> 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 you know, I've, I've, I've been, uh, I actually, like, my first day, I actually, when I, when I was meeting the porn stars and shit, I was actually mm-hmm. on the fucking casting couch, like, sitting there, and I'm like, yo, there's something about this couch that I... Like it was weird. I'm sitting there, like, yo, I know this couch. Like, I've seen this couch at least a thousand times in the past seven, eight months. <laughs> and 
then I realized, I'm like, yo, this is the famous casting couch, yo. Try not to come. Exactly. <laughs> That's an ad. Uh, it was perfect. <laughs> where's my point, Ron? I guessed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, well, currently we have Trevor with two points, Damian with two points, and Josh with one point. I don't even know yeah. if I want another point. No, <laughs> <I know. laughs> no. Yeah, Mister So Called. Do I don't watch porn. We we got to break the tie, yo. It's a tiebreaker right now with me and you. If Josh scores the next point, then he now goes into two, and then we force to a game seven of the NBA Finals. Yeah, this is how it happens. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm just calling Trev full of shit because he don't watch porn, but yet he's tied for first place. Yeah, all right. If, <laughs> if anything, it's always been uh, lesbian or solo guesses. So it's I can't do solo. That's their layups. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big I'm not a big solo guy. So, all right, I'm gonna start this other one for you guys. All right. And here we go. You know what? I'm just going to take it out for a limb and go West Philly Dungeon. <laughs> it is not the West Philly Dungeon. <laughs> Yo, you read my mind, Josh. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, that, was, that was some blowjob smacking. You're right about that. Oh, that was good. I ain't gonna lie. That was good, Dave. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a black cock because the smacking sounded kind of long, but white guys are packing nowadays too. So uh, I, I, I know it's a blowjob. I can't tell you. I can't tell you who's who. Well, I know it's a female and a guy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> like going off of the smack, I'm trying to figure out which smack it is. Play the smack again one more mm -hmm. time. All right, I'm going to play a little more of it. I'm going to go. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um. Oh, my God. That golfing swallow is going to fucking haunt me because I. <laughs> it sounds familiar. All right, guys. Uh, what are your guesses? Well, she's definitely putting in a lot of effort, so I know it's not a MILF. It got to be teen. I'm going to say teen inside a college. College something. Yeah. Trevor, what is your guess? I don't know. I thought Damien had it with the blowjob. Like, I thought he had it right the first time. So, yeah. I, I just want to know if you got a guess. If you don't, you don't. It's fine. No, I don't. I would have to say I'd have to echo what Damien said. I want right, to see Damian. the comeback kid, man. He's zero points to potentially three in one episode. <laughs> 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 all right, game. It's all on you. What's your right. uh you are the closest? So let's let's go for it. All right. It's definitely a blowjob. Um it's not incest though. <laughs> it's yeah. not an incest blowjob. It's uh is it a cuck video? <laughs> no. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Damien a one full point because he's the closest and he is right. It is a throat video. Let me share this with you guys. Oh Jesus, Ron! <laughs> and it's fun. Uh, 
Oh, oh good wow. old gaggers. Oh, she can't video is throat fucked for snapping other guys. All right. Wow. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I'm Michael Jordan, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm pushing so... game seven. <laughs> <laughs> With that, that gives Damian three points, Josh two. I'm sorry, Trevor uh, two and Josh one. I wish uh, I could have got odds on that on DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> Something to bet about. Yeah, so that was our porn game. It, do you guys want to do one more just for shits and giggles? I don't care at this point. Heidi's yeah. going to come back and be like, what's that baton in your pocket, man? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm good. I think the first half of the episode is just the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a pretty game. Game. We will move on from that game. I'm not sure that game really doesn't have a name or anything, but it's just fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I didn't mind it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's so odd just to do. And like, hey, everybody, we're just going to do this. It says <laughs> a lot about us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to get canceled for this. Uh, what adult video store am I at? <laughs> yeah. Yo, that was oh, a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, yeah. What video store am I at? GameStop. Is it <laughs> like is it me or do PA feels like it's the home of like those uh, adult theaters? You know what I'm saying? Like um, if you're in a highway. Huh? We are, especially yeah. once from Harrisburg north. It's they're everywhere. They are everywhere. There's porn shops, theaters everywhere. Yo, it used to be uh, downtown Harrisburg was like a place to really like go and get it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they had the booths, man. I went there. I went there as a teenager and I gave the guy like $10 and he gave me a bunch of quarters and I went into the booth. Now it's not like New York City because New York City uh, used to be able to go into the booth and you would you would actually see like real people fucking Yes, uh, San Francisco is like that, where you, you can go to you can go to theaters like that and watch people fuck live. And yeah, Ad Atlanta has those clubs as well. Watching live sex is a uh, is uh, it's different. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's artful. It's an expression of human existence. <laughs> Sounds like an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> Like, then you come in, you like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah, you you definitely feel weird if you jerk off to like live sex. Well, that's mm. the that's the thing. Like with like live sex, like for me, I'm comfortable if it's just happening in a room. To me, it actually makes more sense if live sex is happening at a party. If it, then if it's not. <laughs> oh mm. hell yeah! The it, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> See, I know what he's talking about. I'm with the shits, Ron. <laughs> so, you know, Damien, we have to we have to school these. Uh, we got to school these young pups on on stuff. Yeah. Like they're used. I can I can I swear to God, when I was growing up, and two miles down from where we lived, there was a drive-in that would show porno movies along with regular movies. So when you would go to a drive-in movie in the '80s. You would go, and they would play like one or two regular movies. Yeah. Like the second or third movie would actually be a porno movie. 
Word. So it was expected that, you know, they, uh, I guess what people would do, they'd bring their kids and they'd have their kids sleep in the back seats of their cars and they're watching fucking porns. That stuff happens. Word, yo. Thank God That's why we invention. are... iPhones. This... Go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Yeah, I was Just... going to say, that is why we have this insurrection going on. Exactly <laughs> why. They took, a, they took away the porn. <laughs> and, and now people don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, hell, and uh, Damon, you probably remember this too. Uh, in Strinestown, there used to be a, a porno drive-in theater. That's all yeah. they showed. Yep. Yep. I remember hearing about it as a kid. Yes. And that's and now it's like a uh, like a car auction lot. Yeah. It was more respectable when they were showing porns there, but. Yeah, they used to show <laughs> more yeah, I respectable. Remember, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, but if you if you go up eleven fifteen, Josh, all uh, especially on to on the way to Northumberland when I did Front mm-hmm. Street Station, there's porn. There's several porn shops along that route, and most of them have theaters or like little booths in them that you can go in there. And there, yeah, are, I want to go. I was just gonna say I want to go in one and just see how it's like, man. I never been. Well, I tried to get Laura this when we were going to Northumberland. I wanted to stop because I'm like, it's in the middle <laughs> of a pandemic. I want to know what's going on in that place. But she, yeah, she yeah. can't go in there. So like, come on, it'll be fun. I'll go one with last, you, Ron. One last hurrah. <laughs> <laughs> we should do. Hey, a, we should do a show in one of those places. I think it'd be great. Yo, I would not be opposed to to doing it. I think I would actually. Uh, can I headline? No homo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about if we got if we went to like one of those theaters they used to have in New York, where the girl is spinning on a round table, and then you pay, then the little window lifts up, and you yeah. pay whatever you pay for like a minute or two. Yo, they took those <laughs> out though, man. They're they're all gone. They're all going to New York. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you go down like a, a a dark alleyway, whatever, you might be able to find one. But for the most part, bro, like because that used to be Times Square. Times Square was all fucking porno theaters. Hey, you know? hey during, during this pandemic, the swing clubs are open because we passed TJ's on the way to Northumberland. Yeah. TJ's is a swing club and that place was open. And I'm like, really? You want to go I'm there in a pandemic? <laughs> Yeah, I heard the swing. I heard the swing club was open at the rec room backstage, man. Yeah, <laughs> now that would be. Wouldn't that be uh, Greg's? That would be Greg's house. Him and that cast. <laughs> the casting swing. Yo, that that was that was so that was so out of left field, man. Yeah, you know what? We should actually talk about that. Say okay, just like hypothetically, like if we were going to have a comedy show at our house, and say. Uh, hypothetically, we wanted to have like a, a swing out back, and hypothetically, there was you know maybe mm-hmm. a, a friendly neighbor, you know that yeah. would come over and you know fuck some people occasionally, or at least give them hand jobs. <laughs> That'd be the biggest open mic ever. <laughs> yeah, you'd have everybody showing up except for Andrew Pollock. Sorry, 
to have to throw him <laughs> under the bus like that. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Pollock's going to jail once they identify him for being at DC. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I, nah, he. I don't think he was there. I don't think he was there. He's a. He's he's actually a split down the middle, third party kind of guy. He he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be caught with dead with a bunch of Trumpers, and he probably wouldn't be. Uh, yeah. Do, he, do any do any of you actually know anybody that was down there for that rally? Um, uh, Matt Blank, Joe Mott, maybe. <laughs> Matt Moyer. <laughs> Matt Moyer actually went. Really? Yeah. Matt Moyer went. He um if you if you pay attention to him on Facebook, he has a uh like a little uh ghetto five ratchet news. Okay. And he actually went down there. He was in a parking lot with a couple of the guys, and he uh he had like a little 10 second interview with, with, with the people, and I'm like, bro, as I'm watching the video, I'm like, yo, they're gonna fucking kill this guy. Like He's gonna get fucking murdered. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah, you, you're right. I'm on his Facebook now, bro. He's got like three guys in like uh, mossy oak uh, sweaters and shit, and he's 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 crazy. Like he also he also is um arguing with um a gay comedian, which is probably like the worst thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, gay too witty. It's funny. You know, and I, I, I know, I know that I know, I know the the family of the of the comedian. Uh, funny, he's funny. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Uh, but like they're going at it, bro. And, and that's one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to go at it uh with a gay person because it's going to turn into uh pretty much gay bashing, and you're going to lose out on a lot of opportunities because of it. Well, I, I think a big problem that people have, they just don't know how to argue to nowadays. Or yeah. at, least, at least have a, like a constructive debate because it's always just like flame, flame, flame. But while we're on this, since uh, we're talking about this, let's we have some follow-up on the uh, stolen iPhone in New York. I wanted to talk about this. We talked about this uh, last time. Uh, I know, since we have Josh with us, it'll be good to talk about. So. Yeah. Uh, Damien, you made uh, you know, you made some great points, like uh, because we had talked about the father defending his son because this woman just rolled up on the son and was like tackling him over this damn iPhone. Yo, she German suplexed him, bro. Yeah, and uh, you know, Damien, you made some great points about like, hey, you know, that's my kid. I'm gonna do everything I can to protect my kid, which mm-hmm. is absolutely right and one of the other things we talked about josh i'm not sure if you had heard that or not is it's definitely the difference between it definitely shows a difference between black and white because you know one of the things we had talked about is like how the narrative of that story changes if like damien said that that father decides to be a parent and really whip that bitch ass yeah, yeah, because uh, the narrative becomes angry black man beats white woman or some shit like that. Of course, yeah. And that that is a tough dichotomy to have because, you know, Damien's point is on point exactly for anyone being a parent. But then when you factor in the race part, 
that guy probably couldn't be a normal parent because of shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of who he is, uh, because of who he is, I understand because of who he is, it, it's it's almost impossible to to want to do something like you have to. He had to he had to think about if I do this, you know, there's a there's a, a strong chance that my career is over. Yeah, he's famous. But at, yeah. But at the same time, um, you have to do it. You have to, you have to, you have to defend your child, man, at all costs, bro. For like, sure. And Josh, uh, I, I know you've probably been following the story as well. Since she was recently arrested, uh, they arrested her. I mean, what are your thoughts? I just want to get your thoughts on this whole situation and from her being arrested. So, I mean, what do you think about this? You're the, you're the youngest one here. You're like, what, tw- you're 22, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm I mean, 22 month for now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, kind of give us your perspective and thoughts on all this. Well, did you see the CBS this morning interview with her? I no. Gail King. No, she wouldn't take off the hat. Oh, yo, y'all gotta see that. All right. Well, first of all, it's like she don't even show any remorse for it. She shushes Gail King. First of all, you know. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, she's a complete bitch, bro. She won't even acknowledge why it was wrong. And Gail even asked her. She's like, well, did you question everyone else that was coming out the hotel? And she was like, uh, no, I just assumed, you know, and that's the racism right there. And then yeah. to hear about this bitch, yo, uh, I'm sorry. I don't, I respect women. I don't mean to use the bitch word, but it's a few of them. Candace Owens, this bitch. Um, her name is Maya Ponces or whatever her last name is. But, um, Maya, fucking, when the cops was arresting her because they New York sent the investigators to go get her in L.A., this bitch had the nerve to drive all the way to her house, right? The cops allowed her to drive to her house, first of all. If that was me or Dane, they would have been shooting at the fucking back, you know? Facts. But <laughs> No, that's true. You wouldn't have made it that far. Of course not, you know? And she gets to her house, and then she tries to run inside the house, you know, her grandma's house. And the cops get her, you know, peacefully arrest her. Like, it's just, I just com- uh, completely believe if I was that 14-year-old kid and that girl would have fucking got me, you know, and tackled me, I would have gave her a reason to assault me after that. That's all I'm saying. I don't believe in hitting women, but this bitch tackled me six years older than me. It would have had to been uh, some hands on her. Did she know that that he was 14? Nah, because he's, he's, he's a pretty big kid. Yeah, I... That's what I mean. I mean, looking at him because he's very tall and stuff, so it might be hard to tell that he's even 14. But still, that, I mean, that doesn't excuse the fact, but that just shows me that she's fucking crazy to roll up on anybody. But she didn't roll up on anybody, though. She chose the black the black kid. She, stereo, she, she stereotyped him, and, and she made an assumption, and she went for it. But yeah. context clues will also let you know that he has to be a child because the, the dad is screaming, that's my son. Like, she knew he was a kid before she assaulted him using, like, common sense and context. Like, I don't know, man. I just get tired of these fucking she white people just doing whatever they want. Yeah. You know, that's, that's all. That's that's the best way to say it is that she went for it. She, she, <laughs> she, she lost her phone. She saw the opportunity. And, and she went for it. You know what I'm saying? 
But yeah. like yeah. I said, though, is that is is I'm pretty sure that kid had an iPhone case. You can tell what your phone looks like if it's in the hands of somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She she had it in her mind that a black kid on his cell phone stole her phone. And mm-hmm. in the in the famous words of the dude at the end of uh Indiana Jones when when he drunk the cup and he and he disintegrated, you chose wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you're right, Damien. I mean, just to do that to anybody. And uh, the what I find, like, the one of the worst things I find about this period of time, I mean, not just the, the racism, obviously, but is, I, <laughs> is, is white people, too, during this time. Because I hate, like, the very liberal, like, very white people that you know where they're trying to tell you know people of color how you should feel and and shit like that because yeah i stay away from that because i can't because you know i can sympathize with you and josh but i'll never understand exactly because i am not i'm not black and it is different so here's what we could do then ron we will Find the person who did the uh, the makeup for Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and Tropic Thunder, and we will put you in blackface, and we will roll around. You 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 gotta sack your pants. You get to say the n word. You yeah. can't say the hard er though. You gotta say guh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like you know, we're gonna get you a do rag. We're gonna get you the little afro, whatever. We're gonna get you done right, right? Yeah. And then. We're going to go to a Black Lives Matter rally in 2021 at, at in DC. Now, when they start beating us, this is your opportunity you to you can either stand or you can start wiping the stuff off. And, and they'd be like, oh shit, he's a white guy. You know <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, we almost took one of our own out. Sorry, sir. <laughs> I almost want to play yeah. that clip again because I love that. <laughs> You people. <laughs> I mean, you people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it, it, it's a, just a strange fucking time. But since we have Josh here, also, you guys want to do the comic one hit wonders first, or do you want to do piece of human garbage for the week? Uh, on one hit wonders. Yeah, let's talk about comedy, fun, things, yeah. fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Good sh- uh, suggestion, Aspro. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. So this one, the, the uh, one hit comic wonders, uh, this kind of just popped into my head and I wanted to talk about, um, uh, especially for me and Dame and having Josh here, but just comedians that kind of like burn quick and they were sort of in the lexicon, but then they kind of went away and where they're just super like white hot. And some of these people, are can be like I think Sam Kinison kind of fits into this. Uh, Dice does to a certain extent. Uh, Lisa Lampanelli, she's yeah. one of them. So I guess, I guess probably the the best way to do this is you know kind of start from the beginning. So I would say, you know, a comic one hit wonder for me. I would say Kennis 
Kinnison falls into that category. He had a Kinnison had some good jokes, but I've watched some of his stuff recently, and it's very hit or miss. He has yeah. his and uh, I actually brought this up with Josh recently because we had talked about when comics reach a point where they're too big and out of touch, and Kinnison fits that because he was on his one special. He comes out and he starts doing jokes about his manager. And doing jokes about like, oh, we couldn't get this done because of this. And the crowd is not very uh, receptive. They're just like, what is going on here? Yeah. So th- so that's kind of what I'm thinking. We can just kind of leave it. It's like an open debate just to kind of talk about. But those things do exist. And I'm not sure, is there a modern a modern one-hit wonder currently? That's I got you. Okay. I was gonna say, um, first of all, let me preface with I love this guy. He makes me crack up. He has one of my favorite specials. Uh, but I think Burt Kreischer's on his way to being that one hit, like wonder type of comic. I don't know if you guys like see how his uh just path is going and stuff, but basically his last special didn't really do too well. A lot yeah. of people feel like he's getting too famous and kind of YouTube marking himself in a way. It's like you could see him going down, you know. He's doing like Vlad TV and shit like that. Just you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's yeah. he's doing like TBS now or that TNT show. Do you, you want to say something, Damon? I I you know, I can't agree with you more, um, Josh. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 out of touch. Like he wants a black. He wants he he wants to keep a good black audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, his biggest mistake was going on Vlad TV. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Real black people, there's I mean, eh, there's from there's fake black people too, but but for the majority is is people in the in, in the urban inner circles and shit, we don't really fuck with Vlad like that. Right. You know, like Vlad is a Vlad is a cornball. He's he's a cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm saying? Here's a question for you, Josh, because you did mention YouTube and things yeah. with Kreishner. And I, I tend to agree with you that I think he has you you're right he has painted himself into a corner because of YouTube and just like all that stuff that he's been doing with podcast and even like the two bears one cave podcast where you know Segura and him are always joking around and like Segura kind of paints him as a racist sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and it's a joke obviously but then it's almost now it's going into the realm of because of way shit can be edited that they've actually had to lean off of it because people really don't understand that it's a joke. Yeah. Well, he is he is a Florida man too. Yeah, he is, and yeah, uh, yeah. But that no, that's that's very good, Josh. Yeah, he's definitely. I think he does fit into that mold and definitely fit in. And now having that TV show too. Yeah, I was gonna say he's uh on his way, like uh similar to like Impractical Jokers. You know, they had the movie, and now they're doing um what's the shit on TBS? Uh, whatever that fucking game show is now. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's just like they're all, and now you just see them all like kind of just going down. It's like comedy now for people like that isn't about putting out the art; it's about how to stay relevant, and that's where it gets dangerous. Okay. 
And that's good. Okay, since we're on this, then let's let's talk Dave Chappelle then. Mm-hmm. Not as yeah. not so much as a one hit wonder, obviously, but he's definitely I I think he's starting to cross into that territory or has been in that t- territory, and be- you know because you're reaching a point like I get it's like I get what he was saying with the Chappelle show. Like I completely get that because as an artist, you know, you want you want to benefit from the art that you create and not to be robbed of it. Like I'm hundred percent behind him on that. But him releasing a special or like a little EP special all about it, I I don't know. I think that that goes into that realm of like celebrity comic and you're airing a week a grievance that none of us really can understand or yeah. really associate with. All right. Um, first of all, Ron, I love you, bro. But Dave Chappelle's the GOAT. And if that man wants to let us know that uh, he's been robbed, I got his back, man. No, nah, seriously, um, Dave Chappelle's uh, definitely not a one-hit wonder. But uh, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where it's kind of tiring to see uh every time he does something like he's caught he's culturally on on point with the shit i just want him to get back to like just just being funny as fuck like just keep the just keep the uh the funny funny dave Chappelle. like i i I love the fact that he's uh he 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 said he didn't want to be a voice but now he is a voice you know what i'm saying and we haven't had that in black comedy for quite some time to be honest um yes you know what I mean? Um, I Richard Pryor. Add... Richard, Richard, no, go ahead, Trevor. Good point on Richard Pryor. I, I think what Dave Chappelle is doing is not only just talking about what was effectively stolen from him, but he's talking about a much larger issue of these contracts. And I think that he's a good person to talk about that because he's talking about all artists getting fucked. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think we need that. Like Josh in the group chat, you we're asking about his Instagram uh, commentary and, and what he said on stage. And I, as soon as you sent it, I watched it because I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan. And I saw what he was doing, and I think he's a good voice behind it. But I think you, can, you don't want to beat the drum too much because he's a funny dude. He's yeah. so funny. But here's the thing, right? I agree with you guys. He got great messaging and stuff, you know, and – Yes, he is the GOAT, but you got to look at the approach for things, right? So the George Floyd thing was needed. Yeah, He uh, said good points, but you got to really look at how he delivered it. He said, I will remember these numbers forever because it was my birthday. Like, that is where you go. We're talking about George Floyd, and yet you're still connecting it to you. You're connecting it and things that no one else will give a fuck about except for your mom. I'm sorry, Dave Chappelle. I love you and all that shit. But why the fuck would your birthday matter to me? And why would I remember these numbers because uh, of George Floyd now and shit? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, nah, so you feel, you feel like Chappelle should remove himself about it and actually just talk about the moment. Yes. 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 No, I, I mean, that that's a valid point. And... You know, there is nothing wrong with criticizing, you know, peers or, you know, comics you look up to because this is how you get better 
as a comic and even just as a human. Because mm-hmm. one of my one of my criticisms of Chappelle is is uh, I've seen him live and I hate I, I just hate when he does that shit where he'll deliver a joke, then he'll put his head down and kind of like run to the back of the stage. I I don't yeah. I, I hate that because it's like dude you're Chappelle yeah you don't need to validate your joke it's like are you validating your joke or do you just not have enough confidence in the joke mm-hmm. so that, no. that that's just a criticism of mine because I think I think he's better than that he doesn't need to do that he's better than that. And that's one of my favorite things that you personally do, Ron. Like, I watch you sit there and, like, you'll sit and fire with the audience. If it's going well, you'll sit and fire still. If Even if it's going bad, you'll sit there and you'll sit and fire. Be like, look, guys, I can't run away from this shit. All right? This is what I wrote and this is what the fuck you guys want to get. You know? Yeah. I think why Chappelle or other comics sometimes run to the back or whatever. Because when you know you got a fan base and the audience in your mind and stuff now, it's certain things where you kind of tell, like, Damn, this is this is gonna divide some people. At the end of the day, like Carlin did, I think what Bill Bird do really well is as a comedian, every night you accepting your fate that you might die on that stage. And it is what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I definitely feel like with Burr, I feel like Burr is like he Burr is definitely fearless. He just fucking goes out there and he let it rip. He, he'll just let it rip. And if you're with them, you're with them. If you're against them, it's like, well, I guess you are. But yeah, now that, that that's very good. How about uh another big comic throughout? Let's talk about Dice because Dice is the original like uh, arena comic. He yeah. he's the original arena comic. Does do you feel that Dice falls into a one hit wonder? I kind of feel that he does because. Mm-hmm. The whole nursery rhyme bit, and even uh, when he was trying to do like a little comeback, he was still doing the dice, just the shtick the entire mm-hmm. time. The, the leather character. jacket and the cigarettes and and that that special air, it, it was just it was rough. It was a rough one. All right, see. Uh... Dice had uh, a, a incident that uh, some some that some comedians can't get out of. He created a character, and the character became bigger than his entire act. So he forced himself to just stick to that character, and it hurt him. It hurt him because it, it 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 helped him. It it gave him the biggest platform, one of, if not one of the biggest platforms in comedy history. You know what I'm saying? It made him an instant legend. But yeah. he was stuck being the dice man, and he had other material, like he he could do impressions, like uh, good impressions. You know what I'm saying? He 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 basically uh, I hate to say it, and I hate to, and, and I know he probably listens, and he's probably going to get upset, and he's going to text me later, and he's going to say, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but uh, Tony Viagra, I think Tony Viagra, if he would if he would just be himself as opposed to being a character. His jokes might come off a little different, and he might be perceived as uh as funny. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's a funny guy. I'm not I'm not like bashing him. So Tony, if you're listening to this, I'm not bashing you. What I'm saying is is you're wrapped up into your character so deep that no one knows who you are. Yeah. 
so we can't get to know you. The same thing with Dice. He got wrapped up in the Dice so so much, playing the Italian man, that he forgot he was a Jewish man. Yeah, I agree. And you can see it, it killed him because I don't know if you guys remember the Arsenio Hall interview. Like, <laughs> I, it was around when you guys were actually, like, alive and shit, you know, and I had to go oh, back and funny. rewatch it. <laughs> uh, whatever. Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, why you capping on us old people, man? Josh I'm not. One when 9 11 happened. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> But uh, he he broke down and he started crying about that shit, you know, to prove your uh, point right, Dame. But I yep. feel like where Dice benefits off of just being his stardom was so big that he still get asked to this day to be in projects that build off his influence. Like, look at uh, A Star Is Born. Yeah, you said what, Dame? Nah, nah, nah. I was gonna say, yo, um, but like A Star A Star Is Born, he kind of played himself. Like he kind of played himself. You 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 see the dice because he is a Brooklyn guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he is a he's a New York guy, and he's an old school New York guy. So he was being himself more so in that. You know what I mean? Like his dice character is over the edge. Him himself, not so much. You know what I'm saying? Like he's very he's, he's right. a very reserved guy. So like that for him, that role for him was like. You got to see a real acting chop. Like you got to see, cause uh, I'm I'm sure me and Ron both know about Ford Fairline, and um, like he had movies. You know what I mean? It was supposed to be a movie called Ford Fairline or some shit like that, and it was supposed to be his breakout role, and it was supposed to like push him, push him like to the stratosphere as far as acting goes, because um, he was, it, it, you know, at, like what it did for Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is now up there, so so that was like his uh, that was his. That was his thing. Like he was supposed to go into acting, and he was going to always play this Italian guy who was like a Italian tough, and it and, and it and it backfired on him. So he mm -hmm. tries to go back in the stand up. He does the Arsenio Hall show. He breaks down and cries. You know what I'm saying? Because because the thing is, is like he played a tough guy, and that was the first time that we actually got to see who the real man is behind Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A sensitive, I a sensitive man. I have that. Uh, I have the clip. I don't have it queued up to when he's crying. But mm -hmm. here we pull. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, this is just this is just the beginning. Mind if I sit down? <laughs> Yeah, he's doing his shtick and stuff here. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Yeah, what I was told was that um, he didn't want you performing in any of his places. And let me tell you something about Donald and me. He fixed my sister's roof a few weeks ago because it was leaking. No bull. He's a great guy. I, you know, no matter what they say, I mean, I see him on the cover. They rip him apart. Donald Trump is here to stay. He's a great guy. And whenever somebody's on top, they look to knock them down. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. Interesting, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, see, this is before the world knew who Donald Trump was, though. Yeah, and, and Donald true. Trump back then, Donald Trump was, he wanted to be the, in, the, 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 the guy that's in shit. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to be the end guy because he's just a schlub. He's a rich schlub from Queens, New York. Like, mm -hmm. 
in in his circle that he was in, which was the real estate business, he was the bottom totem pole guy. Like no one liked him. He was that 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 awkward kid who 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 comes and shows up at the party and they're like, yo, what the fuck is he doing here? I can't believe that this guy just showed up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what Donald Trump did was when he when he got into the casinos and everything like that, he was throwing parties and with with celebrities so he could get so he could kind of I'm not I'm not here with the with the with the aristocrats who who own buildings and are building buildings all around the world because I'm the awkward guy there. So I'm gonna start going to the entertainers because the entertainers have more of a uh, have more of a presence than than the people that I'm doing that I'm doing this shit with. So that's why you'll you'll hear throughout the uh, the eighties nineties you'll hear people like like uh, Dice Clay, Mike Tyson. Um, you know, uh, fuck. He even tried to run with um with with Flavor Flav in him. You know what I'm saying? That's why Flav yeah. became the TV presence that he became. Donald Trump really he was an asshole and he was a bad guy, but only certain people knew that about him at the time. You know what I'm saying? Because he was doing charitable acts and everything like that. But at the same time that this is being shot, he was still going to the Jeffrey Epstein parties that no one knew about at the time. Right. And he saved New York City millions of times, like uh, with the skating rink. The I forget what the name of the New York ice skating rink was. But the city couldn't. Yeah, there you go. They couldn't get it done, but Donald Trump put up his own money to build it. You know. You know what? You know why? You know why? Because once again, a lot of people don't know that Donald Trump is mafia connected. And if you're going to build a skating ring, what's the most important thing that you need for an outdoor skating ring? You need concrete. Who runs the concrete? The mafia. Please don't get me killed, God. <laughs> but the, the mafia runs all the building like if you want to get if you want to get something done in new york city you want to get a permit you got to see you got to see the 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 uh the guy who's in the mafia you want to get the concrete to 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 to, to do that you got to see a guy in the mafia you want to get the steel you got to see a guy in the mafia the when it's time to take your trash out you have to see a guy in the mafia like you know, you know damien you're saying all this stuff and to somebody that's listening over in the Germany, they're probably like, "Oh, Avita Zane." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, "I get it now." <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, 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 uh, like, I don't, I hate to sound like I'm like this super Trump aficionado, but I know who the man is because I grew up in New York City around that time, and I, and, and I kind of, you kind of, you kind of know about the people in your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? I should say, yeah. So and, we. Yeah. Damien is a Donald Trump sympathizer, and you can fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Damien was part of the Central Park Five. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was wilding out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, you you go and take a look at the Central Park Five. Like that was one of the few times where you actually got to see who the real Donald Trump was. Well, you Laura, know what I'm saying? Uh, Laura broke in here with some. I don't know if this is breaking news, but uh, I guess I guess it has been revealed that. Those people were there to murder uh, Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, they were there, bro. The dude, the dude with the zip ties and shit. Yeah. He, he was tasked with tracking down Mike Pence and lynching him. Yeah. There's so now they actually. I guess there's they have uh, credible information to prove that point. Oh so. shit. Yeah, so well, I it's amazing that the twenty fifth still hasn't been invoked. I guess maybe now if if that is 
if that is accurate, maybe it will happen because I can't, I can't imagine if you're Mike Pence and if, if that is true and you're thinking about that, it's like, yeah, we should keep this guy around, right? Yeah. Just... All right, let's let's, let's 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 we're getting too far away from these comic one hit wonders. I, I wanted to make a comment about the comic one hit wonders, uh, specifically uh, Dice. Okay. Um, doing characters is a fickle bitch because uh, you I got think one I'm, of the greatest new characters. And yet, thank you, Damien. I appreciate that, and I I'm think I'm one of the few comics in the scene that will do a character. And mm -hmm. I get bigger laughs doing my character than I do my normal content and routine. But it's not something I want to do every time. But I love right. the laughs because I love to entertain. And the, the problem is, is you, you kind of pigeonhole yourself. And you can also alienate yourself and, polarize, and be very polarizing um, with characters. Um, Unless you're like a ventriloquist, like a ventriloquist or something, like because then you yeah. just can shove your fucking fist up it and make it do whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's very hard, and I think um, who was it? He went up after me. Um, my God, I'm blanking on his name, but he was like Trevor used to show up in a suit and tie and a curled mustache, and now he has all this stuff written on his chest. Like, I don't know who the character is anymore. Um, and so it's very difficult. Um, with Trevor, Trev, I was going to say, when it comes to characters, though, I do think you got the best approach in the scene because uh, it's easy to separate you from uh, your character, but we can't do that with broke. You know what I'm saying? The broke comedian is the broke comedian. Yeah. Right. And, and when I go up, I... I go up as myself and I give the audience the option. Do you want to hear jokes or do you want to hear a character so that you know that it's not me? Because mm -hmm. if I were to just go up there as cricket white and there were people in the audience that don't have any background information, they could think I'm a, you know, an ignorant idiot or something like that. Yeah. It can be confusing. Mm -hmm. um, but you're, yeah, you're spot on about broke. Yeah. I got, you got to, I got to teach you guys how to be assholes better because <laughs> yeah yeah Ron's going to work on that and I'm and I'm going to work on Ron being a little nicer yeah and black apparently <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's just for the uh for the social experiment <laughs> well here's a little bit more of that dice clip maybe with Sam opening for you around no. the country no. I work alone that's the way I am and uh, actually, I'm, I'm not even going to really do any more arenas. You know, oh, here we go. I, I did something. I mean, people go, you know, what's the real Andrew Clay Silverstein? Who is that other, you know, opposed to Dice? Mm -hmm. You know, because I get, you know, who's Dice? Who's who's Andrew Clay? Who, who's the Jewish kid? Who's the guy that's acting Italian? You know, I get it. Well, you want to know who he is? I'll tell you. Now he's standing up and doing his... Oh, his parachute pants are terrible. <laughs> no, let me get this straight. And, and everybody watching and everybody in the studio should hear it. Andrew Clay is a guy that came out here about 10 years ago. 
All right, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're crying like a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> we get yeah. it, Mike. <laughs> well, hey guys, we are just a shade over an hour, so uh, that's where we're at. You guys seem like uh, stunned. I, I just want to make one last point about that Dice Clay shit. For all the tears that he had and all the crying about him being a character and not being about himself, the money seemed not to hurt. Give the money back then. Or if it's that big of a deal. These people know what they're doing. They make their profit and then they want to get to a point and start bitching, bro. I don't know. No, uh, in, the, in the words of Dice Clay, I ain't giving the fucking money back. Yeah, no, one, <laughs> no one's ever giving the money back. That never happens. <laughs> I'm gonna give you this money back. Fuck no. <laughs> but hey, uh, real quick, I want to mention. If, yeah, I hope we do this again. Uh, the a comic one hit wonders. Um, because there was one person I wanted to bring up. Amy Schumer. Uh, no. <clears throat> oh, no. I'm a young. I'm a younger white guy, so I want to now bring up an old white guy, uh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin is not a one hit wonder, sir. But. He only did comedy for this as stand up for a very specific amount of time. He was yeah. a megastar and then cut out. So he is one hit in a sense that. Do you see what I'm saying? Is nah, Michael Keaton, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing with Steve Martin is, is, is Steve Martin too pretentious for his own good? Like, Steve Martin, yes, he's done funny stuff. You can't deny that. He's written some funny stuff. But I'd say for a while a while now, he's kind of, like, riding those coattails, too, of, like, oh, I am such a funny, funny man or whatever. Because I, I've seen a little bit of that show that him, that he was doing with Martin Short. And that makes the, like, when him and Martin Short are together, Martin Short is carrying that fucking show. It's not Steve Martin. That's true. It, it's all Martin Short. And then, like, when they break into their solo shit, I mean, like, Steve Martin is doing banjo stuff. But fucking, mm -hmm. you know, Martin Short comes out. I was like, hey, I'm an entertainer. Let's laugh. And he does. So uh, he's definitely not a comic one-hit wonder, but he definitely, I think he does fall in the realm of maybe pretentious very pretentious comics not even a comic anymore technically he's more of a comedic actor okay here actually let's let's talk about this quick steve martin's movie bringing down the house has everyone sure. have you seen it yes yeah him and queen latifah yeah yes what what's your opinions on that movie queen latifah was so fucking hot that's uh, yeah. <laughs> let's let's that. not get let's not get into that. Yeah, <laughs> right now. But you uh, know, I like him big. Shut up. Uh, no, Damian, but um, Damien, I'm right. right there with you in that movie. She looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Uh, for uh, you know, I like all the ladies. <laughs> there's <Yeah>. no, <laughs> there's no hate in my heart for anybody. So. <laughs> Been so long, right. Ron, since I've seen it, so I don't know. Yeah. All right. Besides her being, uh, you know, thick and uh, 
really yummy in that movie. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's washed my brain. <laughs> I know between all the porn and now like this. <laughs> but what's your yeah. opinion of that movie? It's a I think movie. Steve. Yeah, Steve Martin was hilarious in that movie. The only, the only thing I will say about this that could show how great he is. He was funny without being, you know, his natural stick. You know, he was a little bit more, uh, like, aggressive in that movie and got agitated a little bit more, and you saw yeah. a different side of his sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah, I've... I've, I've Damien, what what do you think about that, actually? Uh, The movie. What's your opinion on it? it? It was a good movie. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, Because, see, my thing is, is I love when comedic actors take on a more serious and dramatic role because then you get to see uh, just just like the real acting chops of the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's so many, there's so many, uh, there's so many comedians out there that don't have, uh, there's so many comedians out there who, who aren't good actors and there's some who, who become great actors. Steve Martin is one of the comedians who became a great actor. Mm-hmm. And he put out a great movie. Like it was, it was, it it t- it touched on race, which at that time was still kind of tabooish. Um, I I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I think they do a really good job in that movie with the jokes about race because they play on like the old school stereotypes and everything. Yeah, Especially yeah. when they're having dinner with the old lady, and you know. And Queen Latifah, especially like doing like a mammy impression mm-hmm. <laughs> or and shit like that. Keith Martin's been touching. Sorry, Ron. Last thing, he's been touching on race for a while. I mean, uh, my favorite movie, probably one of my favorite of all time, is The Jerk. Oh my god, that's uh, I love The Jerk. And right Me in the too. beginning, he's like, "I was born a poor black child." Like, Josh, have you have you seen The Jerk? No. Watch okay. educated. Watch the jerk. That's a great movie. That's a what great year movie. did it come out? Oh, nineteen eighty. Twenty years before you were born, sir. <laughs> uh, Twenty-eight years before I was born. Yeah, they uh, asked, uh, they asked pros looking it up, so we'll know here in a second. Nineteen seventy-nine. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good one. Uh, yeah, they do great stuff with race and that. Uh, it's it's Hilarious. it's a funny movie. It's 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 very funny. Like yeah. you would you would love the movie. It's definitely in the realm. It definitely should be in the realm of like Blazing Saddles. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing really compares to Blazing Saddles when you want to talk about like pushing the envelope, especially for that time. And even now, I mean, I think a lot of people would be afraid to watch that movie and say, oh, this movie is offensive. It's like, no, it's fucking not. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's making fun of everybody. Yeah. Fucking racist. I mean, it's just... There's <sighs> no, it's like that generation's Borat. Yeah. You Have you seen Blazing Saddles? No. Oh, my God, Josh. You got to oh. see Blazing Saddles. Written by Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor. Oh my God! Yeah, take Josh to a regular theater before an adult theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played those two things. <laughs> well, we can rent one for like a hundred bucks now, right? Yeah, I yeah. think. I, yo, I'm I'm thinking about doing something with um 
uh, to help to help bring them back is um the 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 uh, theater on Raleigh Street, mm-hmm. uh, Midtown. Yeah, I w- I was thinking about possibly putting a comedy uh, uh, together a comedy show there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not too terribly expensive to run a theater. Yeah. So we we have to wrap up. We're a little over an hour now. Uh, I don't have any plugs because nothing is really going on. Damon, you have I, any plugs? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm hosting this weekend coming up at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone, uh, the 15th and 16th. Um, the headliner that weekend will be Larry Reeb from Chicago, okay. old old school legendary comic, funny guy. Like he gave me some pointers and. Uh, I, I took them, you know what I'm saying, and it it, it it helped my it helped my comedy game, and it also the way he the way he talked about me, he was like, "Yo, he was like, kid, you're funny, you got it." So if you guys are listening to this and you're in the Harrisburg area, Central Pennsylvania area, come on out uh the 15th and 16th and see me open up and host for uh, Larry Reeb. It's going to yeah. be a good time. And this will air this. I guess this will probably air this will air this week. So that is January fifteenth and sixteenth, folks. So Ron, I have uh, hold on. You can look that up at Harrisburg Comedy Zone. What did you have, Trevor? Oh man, now I just feel like an asshole for doing this. Um but uh January eleventh, the uh Baldo Indiegogo goes live. Yeah. Uh, so go start your ball like- sex revolution and uh if there's a comment section, tell them the DNR podcast sent you. And uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to be the official Baldo sponsor. So, Josh, do you have anything you want to plug? Nah, Ron, I've been in the basement for the past month, <laughs> two months now. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't even. How's it feel to be back in Lancaster and away from Philly right now from your dad? <laughs> Uh, it feels pretty good, to be honest. It's just like, I mean, obviously now I got to make dinner and breakfast and shit for myself, but outside of that, <laughs> everything's <laughs> pretty nice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Josh, for both episodes. Yes. Uh, it was it was good having you. Uh, your insight was uh, really good. Uh, very thank happy. You. I mean, we we nailed it. We gotta we gotta give our prop. We gotta give ourselves props on our own show. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, high five. All right. I've so, got something special here, man. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, we are the DNR podcast. You can always reach us at the DNR podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we, we, we now have listeners in France, gentlemen. France. Hey. Yes. Yeah, we continue to grow Germany, and France has joined us. So. All right. I want to say thank you to the French, the Mexicans, the Australians, uh, the Libyans. You know, Avita Zane to all my good Germans out there. Sorry, Ron, to cut you off. We, we forgot to do the shout-outs, man. We forgot to do the shout-outs. Yeah, we're, we're just kind of doing them at the end. It's, all it's, right. Hey, our country is sort of under attack right now. By, uh, <laughs> so That's we got to stay, stay strong, man. We, so we can keep doing shit like this. So real, hey, for anyone that cares, listen. Real patriots don't fucking storm their capitals and try and burn their and kill their fucking leaders. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're better than that, people. Let's especially let's get this shit especially, the one, 
especially the one you voted for, at least. Like, what the fuck type fuck bullshit is that? Yeah, let's live yeah. our lives. That way we can keep watching porn together and talking about it. So, my name is Rod Kane. I will see you guys next time. I'm Damian Robinson. Peace. <laughs>